Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. My name is Cody Sizemore, and I am joined here by the lovely Maria Casillas. Maria, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic today, thank you. How are you? Not too bad. It's a little bit gloomy outside where I'm at. It's mm. raining right now. Oh, um, but you know, the good news is that yeah. Well, hey, you know, you are in Arizona. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but the good news is I was able to get out earlier in the day when the sun was still shining, and you know, I got some fresh air. So, I got my fix today. So I'm feeling pretty good. So, yeah. So anyways, um, we are going to talk to you guys today about uh, some some social media, um, social media, you know, strategies, social media hacks, social media posting, Mm. you know, whatever you want to call it. um, But just ways to level up your social media to then create more leads, which then creates more conversations, which then creates more clients. Yeah. So, um. Maria, I, I guess I'm actually going to ask you first, you know, is there anything that you do in particular that you have found um, that you really enjoy on social media or anything that like gets those leads flowing or starts those conversations or anything like that? Yeah, well, yes. And <laughs> I'm not nearly as consistent at this as you are, um, obviously, mm-hmm. truth be told. But I can say that when I want to be very intentional with my social media, that I love asking questions. That's one of my favorite things to do. And I think it starts getting some of those conversations going. One of my favorite things, because I've noticed, I've tried all sorts of questions. And I think, um, in fact, I'll tell you, I'll be super transparent and let you know that when I first started coaching, so this was probably seven years ago, six, seven years ago. I had just come out of my uh, whole debt-free journey and stuff, and uh, I would go and, like, I was at an ATM one time and took a picture next to it and then gave some sort of uh, quote. Uh, There was another time that I had gone to an ATM and I had found a, um, it was a Chase ATM, but I found a receipt inside of it, and it said that the amount that they took out was $100, and then I think what was the remaining balance was, like, negative, you know, 200 or negative, it would have been less than 200. So negative $92 or something like that. And I would take a picture of that and I would post it and talk about, you know, how that feeling sucks and I've been there and now I'm not there. And I'll tell you, I got not too many people, but one or two people would reach out and be like, I would never come to you for coaching because it feels like I'm being shamed right now. And I... I had no idea. Of course, that was not my intention, but I really appreciated that they came to me and gave me that feedback so that I could rethink, like, okay, how do I really want to do this? And and how can I get across the point that I actually have not making somebody feel, you know, totally ashamed. So um, it was at that point, Cody, that I started realizing that I didn't want to just show what people were doing. I wanted to kind of draw out emotion from somebody. And the best way to do that was to start asking questions. 
So my favorite question is always something that starts with, hey, I'm just curious. And the reason for that is because it puts people not on the defense. They're they're really just like, oh, she she's not even trying to do something for me. She really just wants to know. And I think if you overuse that, people can start to catch on and be like, are they really curious though, or is this just a marketing tactic? Um, but when you are genuinely curious about something, I mean, you can phrase it any way you want, just curious or, Hey, just, I want to know, or, you know, I was thinking however you want to phrase that, but you're asking them a genuine question. And that's been my favorite thing. It, it just creates conversation. And then the next, when they respond to that, it usually allows you to ask the next question and then the next question. And it, you really start to draw out of them what's really going on in their life. I totally, totally agree. So a uh, question, just curious. Uh-huh. Um, Smarty pants. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you come up with that? I don't even know. I don't know if it was something that one of my coaches had shared as as a tactic. Um, the whole idea of questioning in general, that became very intuitive after the experience that I just shared with you. But mm-hmm. using that phrase, I don't remember exactly where that came from, but when I used it and it worked and people came and they were answering questions and not feeling defensive, I was able to quickly recognize the difference between that response and the response that I got from the other lady who had, you know, very obviously told me I would never hire you. And here's why. And she was actually friendly with me. So it wasn't, it wasn't that she didn't believe I could help. It was that if I didn't know you, I wouldn't hire you based on these things. Right. So it sounds like you probably just did it one time and you noticed the different response in a positive way. And you're like, I think that might be why. And then you tried it again and it worked again. Maybe that's nice of you to give me all that credit. Sure. I'll take it this morning. (laughs) I think that that's that's how a lot of people figure things out that work for them is just trying something. And if it works, then cool. And if it doesn't, then cool. That's true. Mm -hmm. Um, And I asked that because... I actually recently have started using the phrase just curious as Mm. well. Um, Not only in my posts, uh, but also even like with talking to people in messenger, you know, like, so I'll ask a question, you know, I might ask another question. And then like by the third question, like people are kind of feeling like, why are you asking me so many questions? Mm -hmm. And then I'll just like leave it with like a, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just curious. That's all. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it can, you're actually and you're using right. that as it a statement. Does leave like a lighter sense, you know. Yeah. Yep. So I think that the phrase "just curious" is is actually very powerful. Um, and I actually would like to share with you a few examples that I've done um, over the last couple of weeks where I've I've noticed that myself, and I like, you know, it started with just one post where I did it not intentionally, and the post blew up. So then I tried it again and it worked really well again. Awesome. So is that cool if I share you? Share, yes, share please some do. You? And those of you who are listening, please feel free to take some of these, make them your own and try it out yourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Make them your own. Use it word for word. Doesn't matter. I do not care. Uh, <laughs> your success is what I care about. So there you go. Run with it. Um, so I made a post, uh, back on June 22nd and, um, the post read just curious exclamation point. 
if you had $5,000 dropped into your bank account right now, what would you do with it? That's it. I love that question. Very, very simple question. Yeah, because it's very open-ended. You know, it can go in any way. And it's, a, it's like an amount of money that seems obtainable to a lot of people, mm-hmm. but not, you know, it's not like a million dollars, you know, like that kind of thing. Right. It's like, okay, like this is a digestible number something that could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it did, what would I do with it? Yeah. The reason I love that question so much is that their response helps you to understand their priorities. Correct. And that's why I did the post. Um, and this post in particular kind of blew up. Uh, it got 150 comments. Wow. That's amazing. Now, some of those are just me responding. So it's probably more like a hundred comments. But if you think about it, that's a hundred people that have given me some sort of idea as to either what their goals are, what they're struggling with, what they're working on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's a hundred new conversations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Uh, so what I did with this post is I just let the post do its thing. You know, I let people like answer. I responded to some people. Um, and then like the next day I went back to the post and I just opened up all the comments and I went literally one by one with all the people that I thought that I could either help or that I would like to potentially work with. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just shot them a DM, uh, which is direct message for those who don't, don't know. Um, and I just said, Hey, you know, I saw your comment on my post yesterday and I saw that you're trying to do this. You know, it, um, some people were like, you know, I, I pay off my car or some people would say like, you know, I I would invest into something or whatever it might be. But I'd say like, Hey, I saw that you wanted to do this. Uh, you know, can you tell me like, like why you're, why that's so important to you? You know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, is there anything that's causing you to have trouble with that? You know, if it was phrased differently for different people, right. But the point is that it was a conversation starter. Right. And not everyone responded, you know, that would be, insanity if literally everybody responded, but there was a good portion who did. And those conversations got started and, you know, a handful of those. Um, so let's say that maybe 50 of them responded and of those 50, maybe 15 of them turned into phone calls. Um, so, you know, it's not like a hundred people like, like it initially had, but if you're, if you're getting 15 phone calls, that's pretty good. Cause Absolutely. that could turn into two, three, four, five, six clients, right? potentially. And so for the person who's listening right now who only gets 15 responses versus 100, don't allow that to discourage you and think, oh, well, Cody got 100 responses. Remember that Cody's been laying the foundation for his audience for quite some time. So that is is really important to, to remember. And then also, even if it turns into zero clients, but it turns into maybe four or five conversations. Those conversations are giving you that practice that you need in order Correct. to do this differently and better in the future. So just yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah. And, and it's worth noting too, that when I first started doing this, that kind of results, I didn't always have those results. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are even times now to where like, I'll make a post and it totally flops or maybe I only get, two people to engage and I send those two people a message and neither one of them respond. Mm -hmm. So that still happens to me, even though I've had that foundation laid for a while, 
Um, and you can't, you can't get discouraged by that. You know, every time that that happens, I view it as practice, like Maria mm-hmm. just said. Um, so, you know, that's just, that's just one example. And then, you know, I did an, a few other ones like, you know, um, let me see here. I'm scrolling through my feed. Um, I did, what would you do or what, what do you wish that you could tell your younger self about money? That's cool. I did just curious. What would you do if all of your debt was paid off? You know? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I love helping people get out of debt. So anyone who responded to that question, I know that they have debt that they want to pay off. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, and some people like said things like, you know, I would start a, a, a nonprofit and, you know, really give back to, um, artists and, you know, do it in memory of my kids and stuff like that. And I would reach out to them and be like, Hey, like, I think that you wanting to do that is so cool, Mm -hmm. like amazingly cool. And I, and I love that for you. And I would love to see you be able to do that. It sounds like that debt is kind of standing in your way. Um, you know, how do you feel about that? Mm -hmm. You know, and boom, conversation started, Mm -hmm. you know, um, same thing with like, label it. If Sorry, I may. No, it's okay. I know there's a slight delay here, so I don't want to talk over you. Um, I want to label it, if I may, that that response that they just gave you, whether you realize it, and I know you intuitively realize this, but I want to say it so our listeners hear it. The responses that they give you are ultimately their motivators. So, mm-hmm. so you know, as a coach later on, like that's something you could totally make note of when when, when you're not sure how to help them get motivated, because there's this idea about motivation that, you know, you either have it or you don't. And I believe that you can actually, as a coach, help to create that motivation by asking the right questions and bringing things up for them. So this is the information that allows you to know what is the motivator for them. If they had no debt, what would they do? Uh, the last question that you asked was more about the priorities. You're going to see what their priorities are. This is now going to give you some of their motivators so that when they're stuck, you can go back to that nonprofit. You know, hey, I, I really want to see you get that nonprofit done or set up, you know, in the next two years versus the next eight years? How do we help you do that? And so it's not always just about the, the struggle that they have with paying off that debt. It's here's what you're going to do with it later on. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So questions, 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 simple questions that start a conversation Simple questions that are open-ended questions, not just mm-hmm. a yes or no mm-hmm. kind of answer. Yep, uh, those are really, really good posts to make um, because you know it does give you the opportunity to uh, to see a little bit into their lives. But also, people like answering those questions, and when people go into your comment section and they leave a comment that tells Facebook, Hey, this is a, this is a good post. And we're going to mm-hmm. try and push this post out to other people. And the more comments you get, the more visibility you get, which just means you're going to get more comments, you know? Right. So you might see that one of these posts, you know, if it does take off, you might see people commenting on it for not just one day, but two, three, four, five, six days. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I would call like a, like a, a, um, uh, what are those? I'm blanking. What are those, uh, big signs on the highway billboard? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's a billboard post. 
Yeah. You know, cause it's like, it's up there for a long time. You can see it from far away and you know, everybody sees it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it stays relevant for, yep. for a while until you pass it. Yeah. Right? Um, yep. Creating those billboard posts are really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. So, yep. and, and real quick, just- the, the question you mentioned, it, it, something came to my mind when we were talking about the question before, uh, you said open-ended question. And I want to just add that there's an intention there. So, you know, that first one we said would help you to identify their priorities. I actually mm-hmm. asked people, what are their priorities one time? <laughs> I would have gotten way better responses if I had just asked, what would you do if $5,000 showed up in your account tomorrow? And and the reason yeah. I say that is because I can't tell you how many people didn't even understand what priorities were. Like I, right. I asked like, what are some of their, no, I didn't ask for priorities. I lied. I asked for what their values were. And, um, and there, a lot of them valued things that were things not actual personal values. And it probably took six or seven commenters before they said an actual value. And so I thought mm-hmm. that was really interesting too. I mean, it, it got me some of the information I wanted, um, but it was not as creative as what would you do with $5,000? So just remember, it's not just an open-ended question. It's actually, I love the fact that you can do an open-ended question that serves a couple purposes and that those purposes are intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What other, yeah, what other it- hacks are there? Well, so there's, there's several, we could talk for hours and hours and hours. Um, but there's, I really, really want to talk about one thing in particular, um, because it's something that I think has a lot of value. And I, and I also think that it's something that a lot of coaches and just people in general, um, struggle with, uh, and that is to put out posts that, aren't asking any questions. It's not asking them to book a call with you. It's not giving them a call to action of any sort. It's literally just a vulnerability post. Being vulnerable in some way. Um, So for example, you know, you might want to tell like your origin story, which we've talked about that before on this podcast and, you know, getting really vulnerable with that. You know, if you have a vulnerable story, not being afraid to just spill it, spill your guts out kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, even if you were to go over budget in your own life in some way, or if you were to, you know, mess up in your own finances in some way, um, yes. people yeah. love to hear that. They love to hear that. I, I made a post back in May that just said, Hey, I like totally blew my fun money and my restaurants budget by like a lot this past month. And, you know, I was honest with people. I told them how it made me feel. Um, and I told them that, you know, even though it was a bummer, I still really enjoyed the time that I had. Um, and you know, I'm just moving forward knowing that I need to make some adjustments moving forward. And I made that post and I said in the post, I'm making this post because I want you to understand that even the, the finance guy messes up on his finances. And it's okay to do that. You know, you're not alone. It's not a shameful thing. It's normal. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, even, even saying things like, you know, I made a post the other day that said like, I have certain anxiety about my finances, not necessarily about like not being able to pay my bills or having like all this debt or whatever it is, but I have anxiety about, um, you know, not being able to give my family all that I can. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, and that's a very real thing for me. 
Um, and I think it's important for people to know that because there's a lot of people that, that look or, you know, they, they go through their own life and they have a lot of anxiety about money and they feel like they're alone because they see social media. It's just a highlight reel for everybody. Right. Um, so they feel like they're alone. And if the person who is supposed, who puts out all these things to where they're like, you know, I can help you through money. I can help you through money. Look at all these results that I'm getting for my clients. They look at that and they're like, well, they, they can't help me. But if they see a post every now and then that shows the real side of things in your own experience to where you're being vulnerable, then it's like, wow, like they are human and like, they're not perfect. And they, uh, they can actually understand me. And mm -hmm. because of that, I feel like I trust them more and I feel more comfortable reaching out to them. So I think that vulnerability posts are very, very, very impactful. Um, and it's very hard to do as coaches. Mm -hmm. Because it you kind know? of goes against the grain of uh, you trying to position yourself as an expert in this particular right. field. I think the other piece that really makes that super impactful is it's not just that they can see that you're not perfect because I know that intuitively they know you're not perfect because there is no such thing. But I think right. um, a little less intuitively, it appears as though you've arrived and, uh, and that the people that you've helped have arrived. And it's, it really does not take into account the true change process, which oftentimes has us tripping up and has us falling off the wagon and has us, you know, having to relearn something. We never really get to a spot where we have arrived. And if they, if they think it's not that they don't think you could help them, it's that they, they don't think that they've arrived and that they can do some of those things that you've done. And so I think those vulnerability posts really help them to realize that it's not a destination. It really is a process. It is a journey and that you are continuing to go on that journey. Um, you just decided to help bring people along with you and that you have something to offer those people, that you're not the ultimate expert on this thing. You just have something to offer that they actually need. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're exactly right. And, you know, I think, I think the biggest thing that coaches struggle with is, is just mustering up the courage to do that. Yeah. Um, and that's something that, you know, it will take some time to do. Um, but I really, really want to encourage you to just do it. Uh, even if it feels uncomfortable, like I just, I really want you to push yourself to just do it because one, I think that you'll be surprised as to how well it's actually received. Um, and you'll probably have some people reach out to you because of it too. Mm -hmm. And if not, you know, like at least like that, that seed is planted, you know, maybe yeah. they saw that post and they don't reach out immediately. Maybe it's a few weeks later, but they reached out because they saw that post and they thought about it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also very freeing. Mm -hmm. It's very freeing to just be like, hey, this is something that I'm struggling with. This is something that, you know, I, I went through. This is something that um, made me who I am. And, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to show that and I'm not apologizing for it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, I really think there's a lot of power in that. And if you show up with, with power in your, in your presence online, in your coaching, 
even if it's not like the the traditional sense of like power towards like like hey like i got all this stuff together you know i'm helping all these people all these things but in the sense of power of like i have enough power within me to be comfortable with showing my weaknesses because i know that i won't be able to be brought down that that is very powerful in itself i agree 100% if I may, I'd like to just offer a quick idea on how to kind of dip your toe in the water of that vulnerability. You know, sometimes the idea of sharing all of your financial stuff might totally freak you out. But you mentioned a few minutes ago that Facebook and, and social media in general is more of a highlight reel. What if you just showed like your messy kitchen? You know, something little that has nothing to do with, with coaching specifically, but allows people to see, yep, she or he is human and they have these things that they don't always have put together. I mean, you, you know, that there are people who set up this perfect, you know, Instagram photo and behind them is complete chaos. Show the chaos a little bit, even if it's not in the financial arena. It will give you an idea of how people will respond to you. It'll give you that feeling of, okay, I'm dipping my toe in this water of vulnerability. And most importantly, I think you're going to realize that it wasn't so scary after all. And if you can handle that, then you can do the next thing. You don't have to jump right into here's my whole life, you know, and, and, and be right. super vulnerable. So it's just one small tip to try if you're struggling with the idea of doing something. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that if, if you were to try doing this, um, whether you dip your toes in, like Maria said, or if you just want to go right for the jugular, Cannonball. And just go for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, if you were to do that with both the vulnerability as well as just the asking simple questions, simple, mm -hmm. creative questions. Um, I think that you'll see a lot of movement um, within, you know, just your presence online and also the leads that you'll generate too. So if you got value from this episode today, you know, as always, we always talk about our Facebook group. Uh, that's because we miss you and we want to see you there. Um, so that Facebook group is called New Money Habits Financial Coaches. Go ahead and join in on that. A lot of good conversations in there, good community. Um, and also, we always like to ask that you leave a rating on the show if you enjoyed it. Um, and if you really enjoyed it, leaving a review. Um, because again, that does really help you know spread that awareness for the show to help other coaches find this show and um, you know obviously improve the lives of many. So Maria, you got anything else before we wrap up? No, I don't think so. I really appreciate all this. I guess I will just send a little teaser out there in that group. We're actually going to be doing some really neat things where we're holding you a little bit more accountable. We're going to maybe do some working sessions together. And so we're actually really excited about that. We're not just here to talk to you. We actually want to work with you in this entire process and journey of, of you developing your coaching practice. So be on the lookout in the group for some of those things as well. And we're just, we're working on building some community with the idea ideas that are coming from the community. So we are really excited about that. And that's it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Maria, as always. And to all the listeners, be sure to tune in next week. We'll Thanks, see guys. you there. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing 
podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.